Welcome back to Kettlebells and Cocktails, back with my bestie, Nikki. What's going on? Oh, man, it's been a while. And just like that, you're breaking up. What? Oh, no, it's no, been no. A while? Can you hear me? It's been a wild day. Yep. Has it? Why has it been a wild day? Well, I'm, I'm like almost afraid to even say these words out loud, but we <laughs> we signed a purchase and sale on a house today. Oh, nice. That's good God. stuff. Yep. It's wild. It's a crazy time to be buying a house, but it's also a crazy time to be selling a house. So you guys convert into a double wide. That's good. <laughs> yeah. You know, we thought we'd, we'd pull the trailer around and make the it whole world so sensitive. I should say no offense to people that live in trailers. I grew up in the South. My grandparents lived in a trailer for years. So everybody just chill. Everybody yeah. No, chill. no, no, no. We're, <laughs> we're looking to, you know, bigger house, more land, like all the things that that we've been talking about for like years and we've been looking for a house for like three years. Um, nice. but our current house is good. So it has to be really, has to really fit to make us move. And this house is far from perfect, but I do believe I can make it my forever dream home with enough time. So perfect. Yeah. You ever, uh, have you ever seen the movie Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah, I have. Yeah. The background that you're using on this podcast makes you look like ghost from that movie. It's like you kind of phasing in and out. Oh, yeah. It's a little weird. I know. I'm going to buy you a green screen and send it to you. (laughs) You know, my new house, we've been talking about this. Like, what do we really want? Like, I really want my home office to have like a corner that is like a studio. So I can like have the podcast set up and not, you know, be in front of the bed of dirty laundry which is the only reason i ever have like a whatever background on well i know you're not looking for advice but i suggest to all my friends divorce because then you can make all the own decisions you want you don't have to ask permission (laughs) for anything you can have an awesome guitar room like this it's perfect thought about it thought about maybe building a guitar room no no i am actually the guy who's selling is like going through a messy divorce which is why it was like complicated to get everything signed and i was like oh god sorry Sorry, can I have your house? I, oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. I I remember that. As a matter of fact, I was uh, I was going through some paperwork the other day, and you know the girl Megan just graduated high school, and so I was going through all kind of stuff, and I found all my old divorce papers, all of them, and like, and you know, it's at this point, it's like fifteen years ago. Yeah, fifteen yeah. years ago, because she would have been three. And so I've like, I'm just like kind of reminiscing, (laughs) reminiscing about the divorce, like looking over the papers and remembering what a stressful time that was and Mm. how many documents you have to sign and like all the legal mumbo jumbo that comes with it. It seems like a lifetime ago now, but I get it, man. It's like, that's stressful enough. Buying a house is worse though, to be honest, way worse. Really? Yeah. Come on. Signing, (sighs) signing paperwork for a house and selling a house and dealing with realtors and oh. It is a lot. It is a lot. And like our last, when we bought this house, it was 2016. And we like, I like was a bulldog. I had got all my paperwork done. I like pushed the bank. I pushed like the lender. Like everyone was trying to like drop the ball. And I was like, no, I really want to get this shit done. And we closed in 16 days. It was nuts. Nuts. So not trying to do that here. I need to list this house that I live in and sell it. (laughs) I need to do that really fast. Yeah, I get an offer offer a week on this house. Yeah, we've gotten a bunch already. Um, And yeah, I'm real confident in it, which was nice, like to not have to buy with a contingency. But man, it's stressful. It's real stressful. So I'm just 
I don't know. There's a lot that could still go wrong. So I'm like scared mm-hmm. to celebrate, but um, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Well, you'll have plenty of room for the chickens to roam. So that's we good. will. We will. We'll have room for the barn we want. And a are couple you going to have free animals. range, free range chickens now? No, no. But what's you know what's really funny is we have um. So the house that we bought has a tennis court on the property, but nice. it kind of has like fallen into disarray. So it's basically just like a big right. level patch of dirt, which is perfect for where we want the barn to be. Yeah. And it like already has a chain link fence around it for like the animals to just like pop out and graze. So it's like, it's weird. It's definitely, you know, someone like let it go to shit basically. But for us, it's right. like perfect for what we want that's what i'm saying is like if the house isn't perfect but has a ton of potential to become our dream home with like little shit like that right. because a pond and we want ducks so it's like funny it's just like most people would be like oh this is like right. gross pond and i'm like we can fix up the pond and put the ducks there it's perfect there you go it's funny wow the only thing that keeps me from moving is the home gym not because i you know just am in love with my home gym but because i don't want to move the ghd or the Good. assault runner. It's uh-huh. like, I, I, I would just, I think I'm going to have to sell the house to CrossFitters. It's the only way I'm ever going to sell it. Cause there's so much shit down there. I'm never going to get it out. <laughs> You're really set up to just like live and die in the home gym. Well, like before I was always like, well, I can disassemble the GHD and everything else can be disassembled. It just, it'd be a pain in the butt. But when I moved the assault runner down there it was Spencer and Saxon that moved it down there and poor Spencer nearly killed himself trying to get that thing down the stairs. I'm like, if two of the fittest guys on the planet are struggling with this thing, there ain't no chance three men in a truck are getting that thing out. Like yeah. no way. And I'm yeah. not getting it out. So I'm here forever, I guess. Yeah. You're stuck. That's the only thing this place doesn't have that I really, really want is I really wanted like a dedicated space for a home gym. There's some basement. I don't know. We we need to like really sit down and plot it out. Um, Cause I hate when I hate when big houses have spaces that go to waste Right. So like we're really going to have to put some thought into how we're going to use all the space because it's enormous. This house is enormous. What, are you going to build a barn? You said there was going to be a barn. Are you going to build one? Yeah, this, we'll build a gym out there. Why not? Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Why not? Like it should be. Deta- I, I've thought forever, like when and if I ever sell this, I'd like to move like more into the country and have like a detached garage slash barn that would have the gym in it yeah yeah I, we have some friends with like a detached garage they turn into their their like very nice well outfitted home gym and it's so cool i just need a house for all my hobbies i need a house uh, a hobby house you need a guitar house yeah. you need a, a workout house <laughs> you need a meme house you can use the meme millions house. to build yeah, it yeah well memes don't pay that well but banking mm-hmm. does so mm. i can still pay for all my other hobbies there you go that'll be That'll be good. Well, that's that's my latest drama. How about you? What's been going on with you? We haven't just like had a chance to chat in forever. Um, no drama. I've started going to an affiliate. That's fun. Did you go what? After yeah, all this talk to... about your epic home gym. <laughs> well, like here, here's here's the crux of it. As a matter of fact, I I have this huge palm tear from oh, today. Yeah, you do look at that because I did sixty toes to bar and they hurt like hell. Um, I killed the workout though. Very I... proud of myself. Uh, yeah, well, so when was it? It was like a week ago. I was down, I went down in the basement to work out and I get down there and I didn't do shit. Like, you know, just nothing. go down, set the clock, write the workout on the whiteboard, get everything set up. And I'm just like, all right, I'm done. 
like just didn't do anything. And, you know, I, I did a little stuff here and there, but there was no intensity, you know, no real sweat even that came from it. I'm like, this has got to end. Like, I can't, I can't keep doing that every third workout. Like I need to be in a, I need to be around people. I need to see what other people are doing. I need somebody to chase. I need a coach to yell at me and give me tips when I'm doing dumb shit, you know? So, uh, I'm like, all right, well, there's an affiliate a couple of miles from here. I've never been there. Um, I'll just email them and drop in. And it was great. I went, I dropped in for a Saturday, uh, Saturday workout, partner workout, did the workout with the owner. He kicked my butt. It was great. And uh, <laughs> you with the owner going to have to yeah. be partners with the teacher. <laughs> well, they had multiple owners and I didn't have a partner and he's like, I'll do it with you. And, uh, and he's fit. I as most of these owners are, and he kicked mm-hmm. my ass. And, uh, then I went back Monday and I went back today. Today's workout was great. It was, uh, it was 20 power snatches at 95 or 65, 30 toes to bar, one mile run, 30 toes to bar, 20 snatches. Oh, I love that. What a great like summer workout. Yeah, it was good. I did it at 1551 RX. I rarely I, RX, but the weights were kind of in my. That's a fast you know, mile you ran, huh? It wasn't bad. It was, it's one of those miles. Like I told him it was, um, you know, I've, I've been running a lot because of Murph. Right. Or, you know, Murph prep. And, uh, it was a lonely mile. Two people went out the door before me and I'm like, great, I'm gonna have somebody to run with, right. I'm gonna run with them for a mile. And then I passed both of them in like 20 seconds. And then I didn't see them again. And so now I'm running by myself for the full mile and it's hard, like mentally tough in for a workout like this to not only keep run, like keep running, but not overrun it. And what I mean by that is like, I'm, I by no means am I a great runner, but I'm an okay runner. And I certainly know kind of where my limits are. And so I had pulled back on the run because I knew I had, you know, 30 toes to bar as soon as you come back in the door and I was feeling pretty good. And it was, it's really hard to a run by yourself and B maintain a pace that, you know, you can continue to work when you come in, when your body's telling you run harder, you know, or just go finish, (laughs) you know, um, but it was good. You know, I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy the hand tear, but, mm. um, but I liked being in the affiliate and, you know, and, and kind of challenging myself to hit a time domain. And this, you know, the affiliates really kind of cool the way they structure things. They give you their RX and then they have an RX plus. If you want to do that, they give you the times that they think you should be coming in at. So in this case, they're like, Hey, if you really want to push your time, you should be sub 17. It's a 25 minute time cap. And so I'm like, all right, well, I want to get in under 17 then if that's, you know, kind of the benchmark where they think you should be, that's where I want to be, you know? And I like that because it gives me a target, like something to. Yeah. And, and programming for stimulus is like very, that those are good programmers. Those are good gym owners. Yeah. And I, you know, I, the gym's nice, like everything's new. Um, but I just, I really like, you know, having someone there to like force me to do a real warm up mm-hmm. and they have a very structured, you know, on the board warm up, you know, they have TVs everywhere and the warm ups on the TVs and you can see it and they walk you through it and, you know, having to do warm ups important as much as I hate to admit that shit. Yeah, it is. Wow. It totally is. Look yeah. at you. So do you think you're uh-huh. going to stick with it? Like, are you going to do like two days a week at an affiliate or something like that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they gave me a free week. I told them like, I think I'd like to do, you know, maybe four days a week for a while. Mm. Um, and I've been going down to Sugar and Falls CrossFit on the weekends. I've, you know, friends that own oh, that, yeah, we love that. I train with. And uh, I'll probably keep doing that 
some on Sundays and, you know, train here one or two days a week, you know, depending on what my schedule is. Wow. I like Big the flexibility. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. I hey, look, it's all cyclical. Like do the affiliate thing for a while, pop back in your home gym for a while, like whatever makes you comfortable. Yeah. It was weird. The uh, When I went there on Saturday, I, I mean, truth be told, I was trying to be incognito, Nikki. Like I did not, I don't, I did not say, Hey, can I get a free time to come out? I paid to go in by the way. Hey, I'm me bucks. Lord. Can I yeah. get a free week? Well, I mean, you never know who knows you and who doesn't. And sure. I wasn't like trying to get anything out of these guys. I'm like, just, Hey, where do I sign up? How much is it? Yeah. Yeah. I paid my 20 bucks and showed up hoping that like no one would know me. Right. I mean, truthfully, and I'm not, like, I'm not humble bragging. Like I really like, I just wanted to get in and like get to know a community and I walk in the door and within seconds, this really nice dude, master's athlete comes over. He's like, are you John Woolley? And I'm like, oh shit. What's happening? There we go. You don't goes, even, like, put your face out there like all that much. Like most people know you as like from the memes. So yeah, well, he's a podcast listener though. Uh, there you go. Yay! And, uh, Yay! Not, What's his our, name? not ours. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh. Scale and bail. Oh, and, oh, that's fine. That's fine. I support yeah, yeah. that as well. And uh, he was wearing the exact shoes I had on because we talked about those on the show sometimes. It was of really funny. Was. And um, so it was just kind of a weird moment, you know. But it, like, yeah. it was really nice to get in the community. And you know, I had a couple people go, "Hey, if I do anything dumb, don't meme me," you know. So then I, that's how I knew they knew who I was. So that was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of fun. The community is really nice. The gym's really nice. Programming's cool. good. So that's fun. You know, you know, I'm gonna stick with it for a while. And yeah, they're they're not taking it though. easy on me. I can tell you that they kicked my good. ass. Good, good. So it was good. Good. I'm proud of you. I think that's really good for you, especially because I know how much you love and value everything that happens in the affiliate. So it'll be nice to yeah. work into your routine for a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna keep doing hard work. Pays off at home. Yep. as much as I can, like, you know, cause I really like that program and that they've put together and I don't know. I just, I want some, you know, some flexibility in my life and I think I need to be around people, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that too, man. It's been a weird, like being at semis was really the first time since the pandemic started that we've branched out and just like done life like that. Like still, I mean, I know that like right. the world's been opening up a lot more lately, but still, I think we were on the fence. Like we had just started like going to target, not wearing a mask and all that stuff. Like it just, I don't know, with a baby at home, we were a little bit slower to the game. Right. But um, being, being on a plane and traveling to semis and being in the auditorium, like I really feel like, we're back in the swing of life now with, you know, with all the precautions that we absolutely can take and we're all vaxxed and boosted and the baby's older and his immune system is stronger than it was and all the good stuff, you know, just like with precaution re-entering the world. And I, I too feel like I need to be around people. I've missed it. I really missed it. And I'm, I'm not a hundred percent comfortable all the time. And there's definitely times and areas and places where we still take extra precautions, but it was really nice being with the community. I'm really taking lovely. no precautions at this yeah, point. I'm just like, screw it. I'm just, hey, I'm just walking up and hugging strangers. Like, I don't yeah, give a shit. I mean, look, if I were young and healthy and didn't have a baby, like, <laughs> I would probably just be like, screw this. I was built for this pandemic. But, right. like, I don't know. You always think a little extra. And then, of course, like, you know, the question of, like, if and when I get pregnant again at some point, that's, I don't know. It's always just on my mind. Like, my body's doing weird things and probably will continue to do weird, crazy, cool things for the next however long so we'll see 
Speaking of semis, I'll tell you something fun I did this weekend that I never do um, yeah. or I haven't done, but I just decided I was going to this weekend. So I watched every minute of the Granite Games. Wait, I sat on my couch. What? Yes. I, well, I shouldn't say every minute. I didn't watch all the teams because you know how I There it is. I knew it. I knew that was coming. But but I did watch quite a bit of the teams. I didn't watch it all, but I you know like because there was one teams event that was like thirty minutes long, thirty seven minutes like, long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like I'm not gonna watch three <laughs> heats of people well, I don't know teams, for the record. <laughs> yeah. But I totally agree with you. Whatever. I did. I did the thing that I hate when other people do. Right. I did the thing where we sat down and we watched heat three of men and women only. Right? That's it. And I'm always I watched, like, we put on this whole broadcast. Everyone should just watch the whole. And I was like, heat threes, skip, skip, skip. <laughs> no, here's what. So here's what I did though. So I went to the YouTube channel and I got in the live chat and I was in the live chat the entire time, just oh, like snap. talking to people in the community. And uh, was it cool? Um, I've never seen the live chat before. Well, so it's interesting. So there were a lot of people in there that did not like me from for other reasons. And I think some of them came around to realize that I'm actually not the big asshole. I sometimes act like I am. And we had some good conversations and, you know, I got to know some people that I didn't think liked me that they didn't. And I think they kind of do now. And I kind of like them now. And like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, you realize people are funnier than we have more in common than we don't, you know? I like that you were like, I didn't think they liked me and they didn't, but maybe now they do. (laughs) Well, some didn't. So some absolutely were like, Hey, the meme guy's on, he's a tool. And I'm, you know, and I think the one thing I've like tried to do recently is I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to take this shit so seriously anymore. Like I'm, I'm starting, I'm really starting to get a much better idea of what people think of the page and me and the world. And I'm like, fuck it. You don't like me. I don't blame you. (laughs) you probably have a decent reason yeah probably Uh, you think i'm a tool i probably am a tool let's laugh about it who cares like you want to roast me go for it it's all the same to me like and so we had a lot of i had a lot of fun in that chat with people and and as a group we were all like there's just a lot of really funny things said it was just a lot of fun just like chatting with people um it was it was wild it was really fun i had a good time i have never ever seen the live stream chat up for obvious reasons. I don't think I could either. Like, I think I have a decent, like thick skin when it comes to just like the online BS. And truthfully, I've said this on the podcast before, like for the most part, I don't have a lot of trolls like on my Instagram or anything like that. Like, I think I'm lucky in that I have like a pretty decent following of people who legitimately want to be there. I don't have like a bazillion followers, but the people who are there, like actually like my content, like that's why they hit the follow button. But I have seen like the live stream is probably the only place where people are like, fuck that chick, Nikki. Like, like wh- why? Like wh- what? Well, it's funny you should why? say that. Oh, my goodness. So I, I originally logged in under the Kettlebells and Cocktails YouTube. And so nice. when you text, that's what it's under. And I hadn't texted anything yet. And um, your girl was the sideline who was Jamie. Jamie. Uh, and she did great. Yeah, she, she really did a good great. job. She, she's wonderful, you know. And, um, somebody, somebody, they didn't say fuck Nikki, but they're like, I really like Jamie. I don't think I miss Nikki. And I immediately went, I do. And kettlebells and cocktails pops up and somebody was like, Oh shit, Nikki's in the chat. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, no, no, no. I don't trust her with the socials. This is (laughs) just, 
<laughs> I truly don't have our login, so it's never yeah, me. I'm like, but, it, um, it, it would be a big hot mess if Nikki were in the chat. So no, we ew, don't let her do I don't that. think I could. Because the second I'd see, the second <laughs> someone would be like, I don't miss Nikki, I'd be like, oh man, really? Why? Oh. And like, I don't think, I think that's probably like when it comes to like my work, that's probably the only place where I really couldn't like shake it off. I'd be like, oh, people hate when I do this. Why? I don't think they do. I think it's interesting. I think people see you know different people when you guys switch teams you know it's like this week it was chase and joel and Mm -hmm. jamie and so now it's not sean tommy and you or whoever would be with sean if it's not tommy um and so i think people get a different perspective and i'm not sure that they're really missing someone or not missing someone just all of a sudden you're like okay it's it's not always going to be the same people and they start getting a different perspective yeah and everyone is very different like i just think that our team is really like well-rounded because people are have incredibly different styles. And I like that. Like, I like that Jamie sounds way different than I do. We sound way different than Mike. Like we have just like very different styles when it comes to reporting. And I, I like all of them. I don't think anyone is better than the other, but, but the internet is a place where people like to go and shit on everything. So. True that. There's an interesting question just came in. Great well, job I on the semis. Will Nic- yeah, will Nicole be reporting at the games? And what is the production crew doing during heats that aren't announced? Aren't yeah, announced. what the hell are you guys doing? Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah. So first <laughs> of all, yes, the plan the plan is to go to games right now. Um, that is what the crew is planning on. So what we're planning on. I don't like to say 100 percent until like my plane tickets are booked because I've seen crazy shit happen in the past. But yes, right. the plan right now is to go to games. Um it's a really good question because I, I'm happy to answer it because I think a lot of people shit on the broadcast or whatever one way or another because they have no idea how it actually works. So oftentimes we take light heats, quote unquote, where the announcers and usually like the majority of the camera crew take heat one off because otherwise look at the schedule. Like no one would ever have a chance to pee or eat something or drink water like it's really really long production days from from load-in to testing to going through all the events I mean we're we're literally pulling like 14 15 hour days a lot of the times so often we end up taking heat one off typically not on day one and typically not like when we're first starting into the broadcast in the morning but we'll take heat one off so that people can breathe and eat and pee and have like there's like labor law union bullshit that we need to like people need time to themselves too so i need to pump you know that's usually what i'm doing these days here's something that was funny over the weekend because somebody uh was bitching about this in the chat is uh you know they had taken heat one off it was kind of toward the end of the weekend right and you could you could hear larry down on the on the floor yeah Yeah, usually the event exactly but I think the people in the live stream thought he was an announcer, like oh, Joel and and Chase. And they're like, this guy sucks. Why are they letting him fall? You know? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting there going, no, 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 that's Larry. Like, he's down on the floor. Like, it's a right. much different experience calling on the floor than yes. when you're you know right. up in the booth you know it was just yes really when you're when you're an mc on the floor you're just trying to keep the the stadium abreast of what's going on you're not providing color or commentary or anything along those lines but typically when we take heat one off we take the floor announcers to the house um so right. that you guys on the stream can hear something and be made aware of what is going on and they do a really good job of just like calling exactly what's happening um so yeah that's that's typically why that happens thank you for asking 
Appreciate I that. knew this. I knew this question was this coming. Thoughts on the Chase Ingram drama? I was so late to the game, you guys. Like it had already all happened, and then happened again, and then I texted John because <laughs> I couldn't figure out what was going on. I texted John, and I was like, "Hey, do you know what's happening with Chase?" And he was like, "Of course I do. Like, where have you been? Not online for like ten hours, apparently." Oh, uh, the whole thing is so weird. Can so we're going to have Chase. Chase oh, yeah, go ahead. Well, Chase is coming on. He's going to be okay. on the show, I hope, on Friday. We're, I'm trying Great. to work it out with him. We were trying to get him on tomorrow, but we already had other stuff booked and couldn't do it. Um, but Chase will be on very soon, and we'll get his opinion on it. But it's like, here was the crux of it, and we'll get yeah. some full disclosures. Like, I know all the players in this, and they're all friends. So I'm not roasting anybody. Okay. <laughs> right? Like... So here's what happened. So uh, uh, Alex Parker, who's Meredith Root's partner. Meredith is a very dear friend. I love Meredith. I don't really know Alex, for the record. Don't really know her. I know Meredith very well, and I love her. She's just a total sweetheart. Um, apparently, she didn't like Chase's commentary or just didn't like how he was calling it. And she created a petition for the games to not let him call the games. That was kind of the gist of it which is kind of weird, like, you know, my opinion to create a petition to have someone removed from something like to take someone's job away. But it was what it was like she created it and it pissed off a bunch of people who then went and created a, a, a separate petition to keep him on the game. So now you got competing petitions to decide like who loves Chase more or hates Chase more and looks like, you know, those that love Chase more won the petition fight for whatever that's worth. Uh, that th here's my opinion on the whole thing. Like I, all this CrossFit drama is like exhausting. It's so exhausting. I love Chase. I love Meredith. And, you know, again, I don't know Alex, but I love Meredith. And, uh, you know, whatever was going on there is like, for me, it's like kind of between them, but then everybody else starts piling in and it becomes a thing. And it's like, I just kind of want to get back to hating the assault bike again. And, <laughs> and let's, let's complain about workouts and how much our feet hurt because our shoes suck and that sort yeah. of thing. So I'm hopeful that all this, like I, I drama, I guess is the right word. Cause there's a lot of it just kind of yeah. spread through the community right now. Like, I hope it goes away. I, in my heart of hearts, I believe it's still just a minority of people shouting really loud. And that the bulk of us still just really love the day to day or don't even give a shit. Right. Exactly. Sort of you know, yeah. so I don't know. I don't think it was as big a deal as some people made it yeah. out. It's like kind of a funny moment over the weekend, if anything else. Yeah, I didn't see it all until after it was like amended. So I don't know how it was originally put out there. Like eventually, I think she amended the petition to be like less about Chase and more generic. And when I read mm -hmm. it, it was like, it was like the commentary talks is like too harsh on the athletes and talks too much about what they're doing wrong and, and like, who are these people and how are they qualified and like all this stuff. So in that respect, that's kind of the only place I can weigh in from. And in that respect, all I have to say is, I guess I just felt like it was really unfair to chase to just all of a sudden be blasted like that. Just from, from the perspective of someone who has that job and works those events like all we are out there doing is pouring our hearts and souls into trying to do this right into into commentating on reporting on and and doing this like the very very best we possibly can and 
I don't have his role, so I can't speak to it personally, but every color commentary role in every professional sport criticizes what happens on the field of play. Oh, that was a terrible swing or like that, that pitch was whatever. So like it it is, you, you know, it is within his right in his, in his role as color commentary to be like, wow, that was a bad lift for X, Y, and Z technical reasons. And, And I don't think it ever is supposed to come off personal. We are a very different type of a community and a very different type of a sport. So like, I understand there are sensitivities around that. I just felt, I just felt really bad because I just know he's out there doing the very best that he possibly can and trying to do a good job for his role and responsibilities. And I felt for him because I do the same thing. I'm sure there's people out there who are going to be like, that was a terrible question. Remove Nikki from games. I'm like, fuck, like, like, is that really merited or like, are you just one person who came to the internet who hates what I do? It's, I'm glad we have these types of communications and we have the world wide web and we can do all these things, but it makes it really difficult and scary to try to just, when you go out there and you just try to do a good job, that sucks, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. I I think fundamentally the difference in our community and others, the only thing I can compare ours to is golf because it's the only other sport I can think of where you can go out and actually do what the pros are doing on the same courses and the same you know, vein and just like us, not as good. And I think, you know, the problem in CrossFit's case where we're getting now getting, there's a lot of coverage or, you know, coverage of these semis online or whatever, you know, those that are covering it are typically former athletes, which is what Chase is. And so he's speaking from his experience, but what he doesn't have is, you know, 50 years of broadcast experience, like the NFL would, for instance, where they have a history of what you should and shouldn't be talking about. And, and, and truthfully, like those commentators um, for the NFL, if that's, you know, the example here, a lot of those guys are former players, but they have a history of commentary before them that they're drawing on. We don't have that. The sport's 10 years old. Right. You know, we just don't have it. And, you know, really, you think back to it, like the only thing they have to look to is Sean and Tommy for the most part. I know there are others, but for the most part, they're yeah. kind of the standard bearer and they're great, but you know, you just don't have hundreds of people to look back on and draw experience from. And so I think everyone's kind of learning on the job here. Yeah. That's it, a very good point. That's a it's very going to be that way for a while. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. You know? I just don't like, that's all I saw is like, I saw like remove or like update the entire team because the commentary should be supportive and not criticism and whatever. And I was just like, I kind of fundamentally disagree with that unless someone on the broadcast is being a real dick. Right. I don't know. I didn't hear him being an asshole, but I also only watched heat three. So well, he is from Dallas. So anything could happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, as a newcomer to the CrossFit scene, is this drama common around the game season or is this year really unusual? That's a good question. I, do you think it's, do you think this feels normal? No, it feels excessive this year. I think it, it feels, feels excessive. excessive I just think that I think here's what happened. I think we've all been like holed up in our houses for the last three years. And like, like cr- the internet is the only connection that we've had. And everyone just needs to like take a breath as the world goes back to normal. You know, I'm, I'm going to give you, here's some, here's a real opinion. I'll probably get in trouble and blasted for somebody for saying this. Um, a lot of the issues that have happened this year have happened in years past. So as an example, the ropes being on the floor, this isn't the first time someone's injured themselves. Okay. So, you know, you, so you've had two eras in the CrossFit games. You have 
the Dave Castro era, and now we're in the post-Dave Castro era, right? And so you, you have a lot of people blowing shit up now that Dave's gone. Um, you also had a lot of issues in the past or several issues where athletes, as an example, didn't post good videos Mm -hmm. to qualify for the games, but they still got qualified and questionable decisions were made by the games team in order to qualify them. The most notable one being uh, Brooke Wells, when they said she had the capacity to do handstand pushups. We all said the word capacity every day for like two years. Yeah. And I'm not roasting Brooke. I don't know Brooke, but I'm not roasting her. I'm just using her as an example because that's the most common one. Right. Those both happen under Dave's watch, but nobody bitched about it. Like they're bitching about these. You know why they were scared of Dave. And that's a fact. They were absolutely- you think that's the fundamental difference? Yeah, absolutely. Dave, Dave ruled this place with the iron fist and he was great in his job. And I say that as a compliment, like, you know, for, you know, anyone wants to bitch about Dave, you can't bitch about his passion around the sport and his, no. his drive and him doing what he felt was right. And like, he had a North star and he followed it. You know, and I say all that is a compliment to him. And so I think with him gone, there is there is a very real, at a minimum, perceived leadership vacuum that allows people to shout into the microphone and say CrossFit screwed up. Right. And so I think that's why the drama feels excessive this year. With that said, I think they've got some great leadership over there and and I think they will right size it and it'll move forward great you know but i think that's why it feels weird this year again i could just be talking out of my ass <laughs> we'll see i hear you yeah. i hear you yeah so all right let's see here some uh this guy's blaming it on 2020 excessive for sure all 2020's fault i, I agree i fully agree i'm with you hey can we talk about the granite games that's yeah, a note yeah. i wanted to talk about first of all can we just say that mal is legit unreal she's not human not human maybe part cyborg holy crap like you know i I think athletes always go one or two ways they either show you know kind of a minor improvement they get better year over year or they tank like they you know they have an off season you know man not only does she not get off but she's so much better i know than she was like she dominated that thing from end to end it yeah. was insane. Very cool to watch too. Like very cool to see how far she's come. And I think she just has like more and more potential in her. I truly do. And I wonder if we're watching like greatness in the making. You know what I mean? Oh, you absolutely are. You know, yeah. barring, you know, injury or anything weird. Sure. I think there's no chance she's not standing on top of the podium at some point, but mm-hmm. I still believe Tia is going to be standing on top of the podium for as long as she wants to. Yeah. I yeah. Really, I totally I really agree. Believe that. So it's, you know, nothing against her at all, but I just thought Mal's weekend, it was really impressive to me across all fronts, like in the areas I thought she wouldn't do well, like the heavy sled push was, you know, that long workout. I'm like, all right, well, here's one where, you know, you've got a smaller athlete and I realized it's got burpees and some other, you know, a bike in it, but she's smaller. Like she shouldn't be great on the bike. She shouldn't be yeah. you know, comparatively, and she shouldn't be great on that sled push. Some of the bigger, stronger athletes should have kind of dominated her there. And she blew past them on that bike. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like she was just like they were all standing still. I know. It was so impressive. I know. Those Tia's like that too. Like I always look at her and I'm like, this is such a petite 
woman strong as hell and like all a hundred percent muscle but just like in general a petite lady yeah um and yeah that doesn't ever seem to matter does it <laughs> no i also um i love seeing alec willis qualify for the first time that was really cool yeah she had a they said a different name on the broadcast right alex uh yeah i don't even oh remember my God, i'm the worst reporter in the world because it's i'm drawing a blank right now but yeah she it's it'll be her first trip to the games which is very cool anytime we bring a rookie aboard i'm like bring it on fresh meat let's see how it goes unbelievable i just i always always love seeing people and they're not sure they're gonna qualify and they do and they're just like yeah. you know i wish more men would cry when they qualify <laughs> like i love like, let that it go, type boy. of emotion like just no. yeah embrace it totally Although i have to be honest i think colton mertens was tearing up when he they just, called his he name he was man he was nervous and he should have been because and he knew i mean the poor thing can you imagine going through that entire weekend and like you know the ups and downs and knowing just knowing in your heart of hearts that the last event of the entire weekend was going to make or break you because he knew yeah. going into that that wasn't his event it's a tall man event right there I tell you who I was most impressed. I mean, I was super impressed with Mal and Amanda and Danny kind of did what I thought they would do. I was Same. most impressed with Emily Roth. I loved her. I she had her hard. on my podium. Oh, I did. She, she's a badass. She is. Total badass. She is. She's unbelievable. And she's like, she's the sneaky, uh, like long endurance cardio athlete nope. that you wouldn't expect. She won like the ruck run at games a couple years ago. Uh, that run toasted people. And she was just like, doo, doo, doo. Yeah, it was just like it was really fun watching her and Mal go head to head because it, it correct me if I'm wrong. She's like kind of in her 30s, right? Early 30s, maybe. And you know, Mal's yeah. like 12. And right. you know, I mean, and watching them go side by side is like it's really fun for me to that's one thing I love about this sport is there's often an age gap like that. That's yeah, uh really interesting to see, I thought. Totally. Yeah. Um, Men, who'd I have here? I, I gotta be honest, I know Fakowski like shouldn't be sneaking up on me, but you know, he wasn't in the lead the whole weekend, then all of a sudden he won. I'm like, how the hell did that happen? Consistency. <laughs> really I know. consistent. I know. Props to that dude. Like, I, I'm not gonna sit here and lie and pretend like I've been a fan forever because I'm not a fangirl when it comes to Fakowski, but gotta give that guy props, man. Yeah. Not only is he fit as hell, but to your point. You know, that consistency thing, I think, always bodes well at the games. And I think that's why he does well at the games most years is that, mm -hmm. you know, he there's nothing that he's bad at. He doesn't dominate. You right. know, like Mal kind of went in and won everything. Um, but he's just always in the hunt. So it was cool. I, I don't think we're going to have a man in the field this year who dominates like that. I think it is going to be like a dogfight tooth and nail because yeah. everyone is getting so, so good and everyone is playing this excellent consistency game, maybe consistent like top five, but I can think of five dudes off off the top of my head who I feel like could gun for that. And and Justin oh, yeah. is one of them. Justin Medeiros is one of them. Oh, and he yeah, has yeah. a title to defend, but like I, I can think of a whole bunch of dudes that I think will give him a run for his money. There was well, a really saw, deep men's field at Grand yeah, this year. We saw yeah. Severt this weekend, I think, that could mm -hmm. absolutely surprise. I thought Phil Toon did great. And in the chat, yeah. they kept calling him Toon Juice, which I loved. I just thought that was great nickname, <laughs> Toon Juice. Um, I like it. It sounds like something you sell little kids. Hey, who wants some Toon Juice? Gross. Uh, I know. It was kind of gross. But he that dude is strong. He's fast. Yep. Like He kind of checks all the boxes. Yep. Yeah, no, he, could, he did really well last year. He's been in the um in the brute strength training camp with all the young guns. He's the oldest yeah. one there. Isn't that insane? 
training yeah. with like Dallin and James and like he's like the old guy. That's crazy. Yep. We're so old. That's gross. I tell you who I um I loved was uh, Travis Mayer who got third. Uh, it, it became a running joke in the chat that he can't get on screen without somebody mentioning how many kids he has. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's it's like, like he's like full of kids. Yeah, totally. Yeah, just like so. I, I made it a running joke in the chat every time he would you know. Every time he would leave the screen, I'm like, I think Travis just left to go impregnate his wife again. <laughs> or maybe, you, you made it wildly inappropriate, of course. Yeah, you know, why not? Like, might as well have six or seven. I'm super impressed by it. That's a, such an impressive Insane. thing for me, though, to be raising a young family and a lot Wild. of kids. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I got two yes. kids that are basically adults now, and I can't get shit done. You know? Four? Is he up to four? Three boys yeah. and a girl, I think. Yeah. I thought it was five. Is five, it four, five? four boys and a girl? Ooh. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, I, it, I'm impressed. I can't get my shit done and have one kid. So it's truly, it's truly something else. Honestly. All, um, Quine got um, back. Wait, can I just say, hold on, wait yes. on Travis real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm, I hope I'm not inserting my own foot in my mouth with this, but Travis is truly Mr. Consistency. If you want to talk about like consistent athletes in the field, it's like Cole Sager. It's like Travis. And I think based off of what I saw this weekend at Granite, this could be Travis's year to make a run for the podium. Truly. I like him. I'd love to see him do it. I, he yeah. actually took a shirt off for a workout, which he never works out with a shirt off or he doesn't often, you know? Uh, okay. And I told Matt, I'm like, this dude, like, like with regular clothes on, he just yeah. like, he just looks like a dad. Like he doesn't even yeah. look like a crossfitter. Big baggy shirts. Yeah. And, and he just he, it looks like he's got a dad body. He pulled a shirt off. I'm like, all right, that fucker's ripped. Right. Like, and then I, he looks like like Travis Barker, basically, but yeah. like super ripped. And you're like, wait, that guy? That's the same guy. It was always hilarious to me. And I've known him for years. And he is like very like Mr. Rogers kind, like that level yeah. of nice. And then you're like, you're the really tatted up fit guy. Like, what? Yeah, I, I always feel like they're athletes. I look at them like I can have a beer with that dude, and he's one of them. Where oh, I just like, sure. my love I him. I feel like yes. I could just hang out, and drink a beer, and just yeah. BS with that guy. Just normal, you know? just he's normal. Such, Very cool. It's fun. Sorry, keep but going. Yeah. Quant got back in. Very cool. I mean, he's he's battling back from some you know serious illness, which sucks. And I feel like feel like he feels like he has a lot to prove, right? Because he had an amazing season, and then all of a sudden, everyone was like, "What happened mm-hmm. to Sam?" Um, so I'm glad to see him working through his health issues and, and getting back to where he needs to be. Yeah, I was glad to see that too. I didn't have him on my radar at all. And I think the first day wasn't a great day for him necessarily. Yeah. And then he's like, he just started moving up the leaderboard and he looked great, you know, yeah. props to him. And then Colton Mertens, like, man, that dude's fit. <laughs> he that is really fit. fit. That dude's fit. At some point, the camera panned to him. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure his calves are bigger than my thighs. Like, oh, yeah. Just you got huge. a lot of muscle packed into that little body. And the ch- I kept calling him the muscle hamster. And Did he come up with that? Who came up with that name? I don't know. But the is that a name chat- that he knows and embraces? Because I don't know. People were like, is this is this an insulting name? I'm like, what well, would be if it were muscle gerbil? But muscle hamster sounds OK. I like I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know either. I've never heard it before. I assume knowing what I know about Joel, like I assume he would not have just like came up with that. I assume that's something that Colton like uses for himself as a term of endearment. I think they all mean it that way. And you know, he's um 
you know, he's one of the shorter athletes. Like I saw him at the games and he's, I don't know how tall he is, but he can't be more than five, five, like, or five, six, you know? No, I and, think he's shorter than that. I don't know. Well, Do you, but does he's, it say on his little games page? You know what he's built like? I don't know if, if you've seen Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like he's oh, built like, four. yeah, he's built like one of those guys that carries a battle ax. Like dude is all muscle. It's like a fire plug. Like so impressive how much muscle he has and how fit he is. Totally. And uh, so I, I suspect it's a term of endearment. I wasn't taking it as an insult. Cause I'm like, that dude's fit. And there's nothing I can say to insult him. Cause I dream of being as fit as him. Totally. Like, totally. So it was just oh, funny here. to me that. It's just funny they were doing it on the broadcast. I'm like, all right, well. He must use it for himself. For them to say it, he must use it for himself. Um, Here, I looked up Emily Rolf, and she's 33. You were right. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I feel like I want a nickname like that, like the Flabby Giraffe or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know what would be a good nickname for me. I need a long neck, I guess, for that. But it would be weird. We'll come up uh, with something. uh, And then outside of that, like, I don't know. It was just fun to watch some people I really – um, like in respect, you know, Chandler didn't have his best weekend, but I love watching I'm that so guy disappointed. compete. I know he, I'm disappointed was, for him for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I mean, yeah, he posted something about how disappointed he was. And I love that dude so much. Like Same. you're never going to get me to say a bad thing about Chandler Smith. Cause he is literally, he's one of the few people besides you and a few of my friends that when, things are not going well for me. He'll just send me a random message and go, Hey, just want to check on you. You doing okay. You know, he's just a kind, kind dude and a good human. And so I hated that he had a bad weekend, but he will absolutely be back. There's yeah. no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Same. I'm disappointed for him, like not disappointed in him. And that's something like he posted something on his Instagram that, that said how you know upset he was and how sad and disappointed he was uh, because there were people who like believed in him and wanted him to do well this weekend. And he felt like he was kind of like letting them down. And that's the kind of dude he is, right? Like he's not out there for the glory for himself and um, he'll come back stronger. He'll figure it out. Someone, someone posted in the, um, in our chat that, he he said something to Sean Woodland about having maybe a medical issue. So maybe there's some stuff going on that we don't know about, but I just feel for him because he's so wonderful. He'll come back. They always do. Yeah, yeah. Not everyone has a great season every time. Yeah, he'll be back. Dude is, yeah. uh, he's pretty fit too. Yeah, that's right. You know, it, I don't even remember what I said it too, but he came out for workout and had his shirt off. And I'm like, man, if I look like that dude, I would never wear a shirt ever. Uh-uh. I'd, I'd go to work in a jacket, no shirt. I go to church, no shirt. I go to the mall. Like I would just find places to go with no shirt all the Matt, time. Same thing. Like he walked out and Matt was just like, Matt was like staring uncomfortably at the screen as he came out. And I was like, it's cause his pecs look like dinner plates, isn't it? And he was just like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, Matt was dude. like, he looks like someone wearing a muscle suit. Like that's how perfect his muscles are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's something else. That one of the funny moments uh, in the last workout, uh, him and Marquan Jones were kind of competing, mm-hmm. and I think it was Joel on the on the broadcast said Chandler Jones, <laughs> and the chat went crazy. And then they started calling every everyone in the chat started calling everyone Jones. It was Mal Jones and <laughs> Amanda Jones and Danny Jones, and oh my god, it was you know it was so funny. Oh bummer. And, and, you know, people were like, started, then they started giving him shit. And I'm like, come on, like that, you know. Just a, he was just, he just misspoke, okay? You're, you're it's not like a moment. You got two athletes, it's an easy thing to do, you know. Yeah. 
And and I love Marquand. He had a good weekend. Like he, he did. Like 14th or 15th, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked that. That was good for him. I know he's been working a lot on training his weaknesses. So that was cool to watch. He's a good, good, good dude. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, um, John, there's a couple of people in the chat who said that the muscle hamster is an NFL reference. Oh, okay. Something that we don't know about. Maybe I should have Googled well, it one time before we started. Look, I live in Cleveland, Ohio, and we don't really have an NFL football team here, so I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. We don't have a real NFL team. Call it that. The muscle hamster is Doug Martin, football running back. Oh. How tall is Doug Martin? Five nine. <laughs> I guess that's short for an NFL player, right? Yeah, I would think so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know at all. I didn't watch any of uh, anything else, but Roman uh, made the games, won the Far East Throwdown. Yeah, right? I didn't watch any of that. I read about it in um, read about it in the morning chalk up. That's great. I'm so excited, and I really hope that everything works out for him to come to games because he is one of the athletes that I think could have really made it difficult for all of our favorites, all of the people who have been getting on the podium year over year and fighting for those top spots. Right. Like even when Matt Fraser was still competing, Roman was like trying to come up and give him a run for his money. And so to, to finally have him here, I know he came to the States like months and months and months and months ago so that he wouldn't have a problem coming here for games. Yeah, yeah. He missed the birth of his son. Like, this is important to him. This is his dude's life. And then I don't know how it happened. I'm like not familiar with how the whole lottery and the whatever semifinals worked out. I actually don't think it was a lottery at all. It was um, regional. But then like he had to travel for right. semis. So I'm just really hoping he like gets back and like everything's good. And he's just like right. in Madison chilling way early waiting for games to start because I want to watch him compete against these other dudes. I want to see it happen. Here's the only thing that bothers me about this current. It's not the only thing, but here's one thing that bothers me about the current format is because all of the semis don't have the same programming. And this year they're only doing two workouts that are the same amongst all the semis. We don't have a real sense of how they would all stack up. So like it was really evident to me at Granite because um, they made the repeat workout was the final workout at Granite, but it was not the final workout at the other semis. And so you don't get a real sense of how the people at Granite really stacked up in that workout because now they're exhausted. They're six right. workouts in yes, you're doing right. the same workout that other athletes were doing, two workouts in or three workouts in. And so, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, will any of the women beat Christy Aramo's time? I'm like, probably not. They're six workouts in. Like, yeah, it's different. So we, we don't really know. And no offense to Christy who crushed that workout, you know, but it's kind of the same thing here with Roman. It's like if all the workouts were the same, we'd have a much better sense of how he would stack up against Justin and Saxon yep. and yeah. and Fikowski and the whole yeah. group. And so we're kind of going in blind a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we'll see at games. That's what games will be. Yeah. It will be, you know, that first time that everyone is kind of like on on an even playing field along those lines. Yeah, I go back and forth in my mind a lot. I loved regionals, right? I'm OG. I loved having the same programming week over week. You could really compare. I mean, there's always going to be the argument that like week three had more time than week one and weren't whatever. Like it's never going to be perfect. Oh. But I also I also love individualized events and semifinals and giving these these events the chance to like make it their own and use their own venue and like figure out how to make it unique. So I'm I'm very back and forth. I like 
I like what we've done this year of working like a couple in. I think that's an interesting way at it. There's there's a lot of variables and I see pros and cons to, to all the different ways, all the different roads to the games that we've had over the years, if you will. I, I think the biggest pro as it stands right now, and again, this could be different a year from now, but I think the biggest pro to having all of the semis do the same programming is that the judging would get better as it goes along. And there were a lot of complaints around the judging at Granite this weekend. And I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. It's like, I'm a firm believer, whatever happens on the field and the judge calls it, that's the way it should have gone. Like you can't, you know, not a lot of second guessing, but you do learn week over week. Hey, maybe some athletes aren't touching their chest to the ground on the burpees or, Hey, we need to cut the ropes or whatever, you know, and you learn. So by the time you, you know, get a couple of event, you know, semis in, they, it is getting a little harder. So to your point, Yeah they've had maybe more time to prepare and they've seen others do it. And so they can strategize better, but the judges are getting better too. And so you're not maybe getting away with as much. And um, I just think it's a a better experience. I also think that, um, you know, probably one of the thoughts around having them all different is you can create your own, uh, you know, event and environment and which will draw people in, but bluntly the semis look dead, man. People aren't going to live CrossFit right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're just not. And, uh, you know, and having individualized programming is not drawing people in. So I, you know, I, I know that's not why they intended to do it that way, but it isn't helping the cause any. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, they got to address that. Yeah. I'm not sure that's like a one-to-one, like, I don't know if the, the attendance has anything to do with the programming. I would guess well, not. The, the but locations have everything to do with the attendance. I mean, come on, is that you know, might be Knox, part of it? Knoxville yeah. and Minneapolis, or or Minnesota. Like you're not talking about doing these things in Manhattan, Chicago, and Dallas, where you've got yeah. a lot of people in a geographic area. You know? That's true. It's probably also way more expensive to host events in those areas. Well, probably, but yeah, you can I mean, that with t- ticket sales, maybe. Yeah, there's the balance. Like, I just think, like, you look at a city like Atlanta, for instance, that could hold one. You know, it's just such a bigger city. You've got to have more CrossFitters in that area or the Fort Worth, Dallas area or Chicago. Or My vote is Boston, please. Yes, please. Yeah, or Boston. Like, or Boston. I mean, there are a lot of cities that are are bigger where people could get there and do it. And, you know, I get it. Like, you know, there's a lot that goes into these things financially. None of this is a complaint. It's just like, I look, I was watching that event on TV going, man, I want to see a full stadium. I know. I know. It was cool though, that they had that little section of like grass where people could just like Mm -hmm. camp out. I thought that was really neat. That was cool. You know, I, I, it was the same way last year. I don't know. You know, maybe they'll continue to grow. I just, maybe I'm old. So maybe my memory's bad. It just felt like regionals were more, were busier. I could, I could be wrong. Yeah. Know? Regionals were packed. Maybe not Friday morning. Right. That was always tough. Here's, but. here's a good point. Torian pro was packed. Yes. But that's Australia. You got to give them a one off. Australia yeah. is crazy as it is. They're, <laughs> well, they only have the one event. They only have the one. Like I think sometimes when we have several around the U S people are like, Oh, maybe that they're one, fanatical. They are. They are fanatical they're about awesome. down there. They're, they're great. Awesome. And, yeah. and that's the kick-ass of like the photos from that event were kick-ass like flamethrowers and it was crazy man wild i want to go i want to go to that one i'd love to go to that one i'm just not down for an 18 hour flight yeah not quite ready for that yet hey you want to see what i got today yeah let me see hold on things just show up on my porch this is not sponsored by the way 
Gaines box. You want to oh, see what's fun. in it? Yeah, what's in it? Have you opened I it? I have yet? no idea. I have oh, no yeah, idea. Yeah. Live it. unboxing. Let's do it. This is not sponsored, by the way. I this literally like here's if there are any perks to being a meme lord. This is one of them. Shit just shows up. Amazing. What is that like? It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. And they said, they gave me a code. I'm not giving it to you guys because they didn't pay me for this. Uh, All right. (laughs) Should I, should I give the code? You probably should. That was nice of them to send you the box. I can put, all right. It's 20, you can get 20% off. This is not sponsored. I feel like I'm just giving shit away here. Uh, 20% off of the code 20 GNZ. I'm not putting it on the screen. They're on their own for that. All right. What do we have here? I have a pair of shorts. Cute. From who? Feed me, fight me. Oh, they're great. They're awesome. Yes. Yes. Um, I have a couple pairs and they sent Matt a pair a little while ago and they're awesome. Love. Are they going to make my butt look good? Hell yeah. Sweet. All right. Let's see. I've got a, oh, ooh. Ooh. Spore. Spore. It sounds gross. What is it? What is it? Is it, is it, is it mushrooms? All day endurance. The line starts out front, ladies. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. It just says spore and all day endurance. So, of course, I'm taking that. Uh, I'm functional sure mushroom formulations. Who called it? Shrooms. Shrooms. You got I shrooms. Gainsbox. Gainsbox gives you shrooms. You heard it here first. We, we did an episode once. Uh, who was it that got on the acid trip? Who was that? That was... Uh, who got on an acid Remember, trip? Remember, him and his, it's got the daughter star. Come on, what's his name? I love oh, the oh, oh, um, the dancers. Dan- yes, we had uh, Sam Dancer trip. on. No, they like went to like a retreat where they did like spiritual drugs and they like I hope this met works that their way. daughter. Yeah, that was a, go back and listen to that episode. I'm okay. ter- definitely terribly paraphrasing right now. I have like three bottles of what I think are like five hour energy things. This is vitamin energy focus plus. And they're like in these little, Oh dang. I don't know when CrossFit became about, Hey, dope yourself up before you go work out. One's immunity. Oh, and one's energy. Okay. I shouldn't be judging these things without knowing what they actually are. And one is mood. I could totally use that because I'm a crappy bitch. Yeah. Um, (laughs) What else is in there? Vital performance pre-workout. Cool. Is that vital proteins? It just says vital performance pre yeah, lemon yeah. grape. Vital is they're an awesome brand. We really, Are really they? like their stuff. Yeah, especially their like collagen and stuff. Love. You're writing this down. We're just giving them free advertising here. They need to call these people us. and be like, "Hey, we like you. Give us money." This, this looks like Bang. Hold on. No. Yes, Blue Raspberry Bang. Oh, worst name ever, Vuz. Worst Vuz? name ever. Vooz. V-O-O-Z. Worst name ever. What does it mean? I don't know, but it sounds gross. Bang Vooz. Vooz. This is hilarious. I think we should do live unboxings constantly because I am very into what's going on right now. I have no idea what that is. What else is there? All right. The, is it a Rubik's Cube? Uh, oh, a travel mug. I am oh. down for travel mugs. Hold on. Let's That's see what it looks nice. like. Well, you say it's nice until I open the box. Uh-oh. You don't know what's in it. You don't know, Nikki. You never know. I don't know. I don't have a Gaines box here. I, I think it's. it looks like a standard travel mug, though, and I'm pretty happy with this. Okay. Look at this thing. This is nice. Oh, that is nice. It's like a Yeti. What They're probably going to be mad now that I just called their product a Yeti. I know. What is it? Who's it from? It's uh, Malil, M-I-L-L-E-L-L. Oh, it's very nice. Wow. I like it. Thank you, Malel. I drink a lot of coffee. 
So same. We're a Yeti family. Just all throwing right. that out there. Gangsbox does not know me at all because there's oh. foam roller. Did you see the comment that came into the chat when you were talking about <laughs> when you were talking yeah. about like going to the affiliate so that you could have like a more flexible schedule? And someone wrote, wait, where is it? Yeah, you should if you do want mobility. flexibility in your life, maybe you should do some mobility. All right. I need to go work on the marketing team for Bang because now they there's also the Bang Bar, which no. sounds just as bad. No. Yes, bang Bar, pristine protein. However, it's in key lime pie, which is my one of my favorite flavors. So I'm anxious to try that. Wait, can I make a key lime pie recommendation real quick? Also yeah. not sponsored. We should definitely just get sponsored by these people before we talk about them. But I just bought a sampler pack of this thing called Oats Overnight. Have you ever had them? I've heard of them. Yes. They're wicked good. I, I was yeah. skeptical, but they're really good. Yeah. And I actually mm. haven't, I've never, because I don't prepare or think ahead ever. I actually haven't ever made them overnight. So I just make them like regular oats, but I had right. key lime pie this morning and it was really freaking good. <sighs> Uh, and then there's a box of Focus Aid Go, which I have so much of this already. Nice. That's awesome. So that's the one thing I already had. So that's the whole thing. That's the whole box. Wow. Look at that. That was fun. Vuz. Vuz. What, about the, what does that even mean? I have no idea what that means. Vuz. Hydration sensation. Every time I, the more I read it, the worse I feel about this. It's, it says, uh, what, I was osmolity optimized i don't even know what that means that's not words those words aren't real these are not words booze have you ever seen have you ever seen that video of like he's like the skinny blonde kid and he's like making fun of people who drink bang is really funny i'll have to send it to you it's kind of old now but it's like spot freaking on do i need to take the spore before bedtime that's the question i wouldn't if it's all day endurance endurance. (laughs) i would take it only as necessary yeah well maybe i could use all day endurance though i'm old what's their tagline that was it all day endurance i was hoping it was like stay hard or something (laughs) wow you took that to a weird place nikki oh i took me Mm -hmm. yeah it was all you it was all you i'm sorry i always bring it there sorry the only happy with the travel mug though that's so big, big thank you to Gainsbox for an unsponsored unboxing. So that was fun. Cool. I do get stuff like that in the mail pretty often. And it's always interesting to me. Like, I'm first of all, I'm always like, how'd you get my address? <laughs> and, and then it's just always interesting because they don't even tell me it's coming. It just shows up. So I always wonder, like, how much stuff shows up on my neighbor's porch that I never actually get? <laughs> Truly. You know? that, that only happens to me when... Like a couple times when you've been like, oh, hey, sorry, I gave someone your address. So something's coming to your house. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. It is a weird thing. Yeah. It's a a very weird thing. Matter of fact, uh, when I was at the gym this week, a couple days ago, I was talking to some girl there about shoes. She had on these bright orange shoes. And I'm like, oh, I really like your shoes. What are these? And they were like barefoot shoes. And she goes, oh, do you have a lot of CrossFit shoes? I'm like, you don't know me. Thank you. Let's yes, talk about this. Let's yes. go. I'm oh, like, finally, someone who doesn't know who I am. Let's talk about shoes. I'm like, yes, I have shoes. This is great. Yep. yep. The shoe collection is getting out of hand at our house. It's real bad. It's the best. This has been fun, Nikki. Yeah, this is this is nice. We haven't had a chance just to like catch up in a minute, so. 
Hey, good how's stuff. uh how's the baby? We didn't even talk about the baby. I, he's doing so good. He's 10 months yesterday, and I truly don't understand. Like every month that goes by, I'm like, this is the most fun. No, this is the most mm-hmm. fun. This and this is truly like I wish I could freeze time because this is so much fun. Mm. You don't want to freeze time. It's all fun. I'm still having fun. The girls are continuing to go do things. No, but I just am like. I just want him to like snuggle forever. And when I look at his face, I'm like, I really don't want him to have teeth. Cause I love his little like toothless grin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you can move to the South and he could keep a toothless grin. It could be good. Oh, perfect. That's what we'll do. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm insulting people all over the country. Now. I know you're going to get the hate mail rolling in. Get ready. You could get a cat have, you know, beans. Great. He's right here with me. He's trying to get into the gains box. He wants to sit in the box. Because he fits. I know. So. I took a photo of he was uh, sitting next to me today. I don't know if you saw my story, but he was like staring at the wall, like you know, oh, that's what do. And so I, I made the caption: even though Bean's blind, he still likes to look outside. And somebody messaged me, and they go, "I don't even. I didn't even know Bean was blind." Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, bless your heart. Oh. I'm like, no, he's not blind. No, just, just making a joke. <laughs> he's a good boy, though. Oh. That's what you do when your kids grow up. You go get another baby. Unfortunately, it's a fur baby who's kind of a dick. I'm going to need like a hundred more dogs. Oh, that's right. You have fur babies. You're good. Oh, yeah. We have giants, fur giants. Do you look at them different now that you have a baby? Do you know what's funny? Like, because I was, I, I am and was and is whatever, so obsessed with my dogs. Like, I was like crazy dog lady. And everyone was like, you get ready. Like when you have a baby, you're not even going to give a shit about your dogs anymore. And that is so not true. That is so not what happened to us. But I will say that my perspective has changed because I apparently I don't have enough room in my head to like have insane high levels of anxiety about (laughs) multiple things. So like. I just changed in that, like, I used to be so crazy anxious all the time about, like, oh, my God, it's, like, is the ground, like, too hot for their paws? Like, no, they're dogs. They're fucking dogs. That's what they do. So, like, now I only have that crazy level of anxiety about the baby where I'm, like, oh, my God, is it too loud in here for him? Oh, my God. And I'm, like, oh, the dogs are fine because they're dogs. So nothing has changed in that respect, but definitely some perspective and maybe like just some compartmentalizing in my own brain. You know, if Bean knew how many photos I had on my phone of him sleeping, he'd really think I was a creeper. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah, the dogs could say that about me and the baby could say that about me. I took like this, I took the world's most adorable photo. Matt had the baby in the backyard, just like buck ass naked. Just like being an outdoor baby. And I took the most adorable picture of his cute little baby body with his little Aww. finger. And I was like, oh, so inappropriate. But I like, look at how cute and little everything is. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Matt was like, don't, if you post that, you have to put like a star over his ween. I'm like, I'm not posting a naked photo of my baby. Don't worry about yeah, it. No, you save that for when they're adults and you embarrass them at their exactly. wedding with it. Exactly. That's, that's the that's point. For. Also, we took a little picture of his buns and like, I don't know, the baby's always in a diaper. So we never like look at his butt, but it's like, like baby butts are like 60 year old saggy lady butts. They just like, (laughs) like chunky enough cellulite and like rolls and it's adorable. They are adorable. Mm -hmm. Babies are always adorable. I know. I'm actually, I'm going to text you these wildly inappropriate photos because you can see them. 
Yeah, I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're the cutest. They are. I'm gonna send them to you. It's always good to have those photos. We were just talking about those with you know Meg graduated last weekend, and um, we were talking about baby pictures, and you know when they graduate high school they want a baby picture and then their current photo and they put it on the screen you know and you can't put the one with your kid's wing hanging out by the way but you can Bummer. still do the baby picture and so it's hard to like you know i go back and look to those photos now and you know at this point you know 18 years later it's really i don't know like the range of emotions is just ridiculous yeah, that's a that lot you go through. I don't, yeah. yeah i'm gonna have a hard time with that hold on i gotta look at these photos now oh jesus look at that little booty isn't he so cute? I know I'm dead. I'm dead. Uh, oh, he's such a cutie. Yeah. What a cutie. It's nice to see you got uh matte skin tone. That's good. <laughs> They're matchy, matchy, matchy. Yeah, yeah. they sunblock ten thousand for both of them. That's nice. Yeah, I, I like pack that. it everywhere now. It's it lives everywhere. It's in the diaper bag, it's in my purse, it's in the car. It's like neither one of them can go outside for two minutes without sunscreen. Yeah, well. That's what happens. Yeah. They're cuties. Yeah. There you go. You're very lucky. Thank you. Got your blessings. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thanks for jumping on. And for everyone that joined us, we got Beach House CrossFit saying like and subscribe. There's uh, super fans. I love these guys. They're always messaging me. And Do it. I'm big, I'm big fans of them too. And uh, anyway, we appreciate you guys being with us. And we'll be back later in the week. We got a couple other things going on this week. We're going to have Chase Ingram with us probably on Friday ish. And I'm sure we'll squeak something else in. And you have more focus on the female episodes coming. Yes, I have a couple. Very so cool. we're going to be chatting with um, Tanya Wagner about all things competition. And as you get older, and she's one of our broadcast members, and she just like can speak to so many things. Um, Stacey Tovar is going to come on. Marco Alvarez is going to come on. Just like a bunch of really strong, wonderful women. Um, and thank you to everyone who's slid into the DMs with recommendations or just to say that you've been listening or, um, you know, and lots of dudes. Like, thank you. Thank you, dudes, for tuning in to focus on female episodes, because a lot of guys have been like, you know, I've had I have pregnant athletes that I coach in my gym. And so I listened to your, you know, Alexis Morgan episode or your Kat Suchet episode. And it was really cool to hear that. So thank you guys for everything and, and continue sending recommendations my way, please. Cause I'm looking for more people to fill the topics that you guys are sending to me. Um, so keep it up. It's good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining guys. We will let you guys get back to your night and we will chat with you guys soon.